0: Hi everyone, welcome to our new episode of the Co-op's Community and Shared Value Podcast. My name is Lisa Crane. I'm a member pioneer for Dander Hall, which is just outside Edinburgh.
1: And I'm Laura, presenter on Co-op Radio, and we're here today to talk about mental well-being and taking a brief look back at Mental Health Awareness Week, which took place between the 9th to the 15th of May. Talking about mental well-being is so important, and this year the focus was on the power of connection in alleviating and easing loneliness. Across the week, people were encouraged to build meaningful connections with friends, family, colleagues and communities. We're joined by Laura Broom, a health and wellbeing advisor for Co-op, to talk more about how Co-op are supporting colleagues' wellbeing.
0: Mental Health Awareness Week is just one way we're able to encourage people to talk about their mental wellbeing. One in four people experience a mental health problem in any one year. So that's someone in every family, workplace and friendship circle. That's why we're working in partnership with Mind, SamH, and Inspire to bring communities together to improve mental well-being. Becky Griffiths, a Co-op Community Partnerships Fund advisor, will tell us more about the partnership and the impact it's making in local
1: communities. Recent research with Co-op members showed 76% think mental well-being is an important issue for their communities and 70% say they know people who could benefit from support with their mental well-being. Our final guests today are Victoria Prendergast, a Member Pioneer Coordinator for Aberdeen, and Sue Wongham, Member Pioneer for Watford, who will share their personal experiences of the role they play and advice on hosting your own mental wellbeing sessions in your local community.
0: So, hi, Becky. Um, Your job then is Community Fund Partnerships Advisor for us here at the co-op. Can you tell us a little bit about what that job is and, and how you work with our fab charity partners, Mind, Sam H and Inspire?
2: Yeah, sure. Morning, Lisa. Our members told us the impact mental health is having on their communities. um, And unfortunately, the pandemic has only exacerbated this. Our partnership research shows that one in three people don't have the support or tools to cope with life's ups and downs. Eight in ten of those people said that having support in their communities, such as spaces to talk and community activities, would help them. So we're hoping that our partnership will help us reach more people than ever across all four nations, and create lasting change in our communities. So my role in looking after the partnership is to support colleague fundraising by creating fundraising packs, answering fundraising queries, and thanking colleagues for their incredible efforts in helping us get ever closer to that 8 million pound target.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things that affects everybody. We all have mental health. We all want to have healthy mental health. Um, and as you're saying that that the many people kind of don't have the means to, to get that. So it's fantastic that we can really make a difference in that way. And we've just had Mental Health Awareness Week. How has that helped
2: with the, the whole initiative in, in raising the awareness and the money? So we saw lots of really amazing fundraising during Mental Health Awareness Week. So, for example, Sam and the team at Queen's Drive raised £2,332 for Mind by putting on a fun-filled event, which may or may not have included a bouncy castle. Uh, Dareth and the team at Co-op Stonehaven Market Square organised a mega raffle. So they raised £3,786 for Sam H with uh prizes from Canon cameras to spray tans so lots of diversity with the prizes there and as always there was some really fab fancy dress so team woodside dressed up as the characters from inside out team ripley had bill and ben the flowerpot men and a dinosaur was spotted in the upper camborne store oh just just any old ordinary
0: day within the co-op then by the sounds of it so pretty much uh, <laughs> Yeah. What, what kind of projects
2: then is, is all this money going towards? What are we actually helping to provide in our communities? So the partnership has already funded over 50 new mental wellbeing services across the UK, supporting over 8,000 people with their mental well-being. There's a huge diversity in the services that we're funding. Um, one example is Growing Christmas in Dundee, um, which is sporting community mental well-being through a variety of activities and events focusing on gardening and growing including physical activity relaxation techniques and environmental art
0: Wow so much going on in the community so much to bring everybody together and I think this is a good point to um, bring in Laura. Um, Laura Broom, so you're a health well-being advisor um, it, it must be fantastic for you to see so many people getting on board and really making this accessible and, and joining the conversation and really making mental health awareness week a success.
3: Absolutely Lisa I think the importance of mental health and well-being is, is just just as important throughout 52 weeks of the year, but, Mental Health Awareness Week really gives us that time to to focus, to highlight the importance of taking care of our mental health and wellbeing. Because all too often we can we can forget and get caught up in the fast pace of life, and sometimes we just need that reminder to slow down uh, and to focus on ourselves and our loved ones and our colleagues. Um, and. I, 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 because it's a national effort as well. It's a time for the nation to come together collectively and show that nobody's alone in, in their struggles with mental health, although it might feel like that um, for for an individual in their own space and their own time. Actually, there's, there's so many of us out there, as, as Becky was um, alluding to, who... We do struggle um with our well-being and our mental health and the the stigma around that you know we're continuing to work to to remove any stigma around that so that we can open up those conversations at work and at home because those conversations really really can save lives and make such a a massive impact and and it's it's kind of raising awareness that it's that it's okay not to be okay, and it's okay to reach out and ask for that support. It doesn't show any sign of weakness or anything, it actually shows a real sign of strength to be able to come forward and say that you you really need, you know, you need some help, you need some support, you're not sure where to go um, on the next step of your journey. But also Mental Health Awareness Week is a, is a time for us to... Um, to really start to recognise the signs as well in our loved ones and our colleagues, because sometimes taking that first step is the hardest
1: part of the whole journey. What would be really nice, we did it on the Co-op Health and Wellbeing podcast every time to end it. We kind of went round, um, and it's kind of like on the note that, that you were just asking about, your own mental health but like a little um self-care tip so what you do like maybe uh, you know d- that you find helps your own mental health a lot of the time it's getting outside in nature. so uh, Laura, if you can give yeah you know, kind of one one self-care tip that you think helps with your mental health
3: it's moving it's dancing in a previous life before the co-op I was a, a professional dancer and teacher so it's it's you know it's within me um, but it, it can be anywhere in the shower. Going up a country lane, as long as you know, I don't mean a busy one. I mean as long <laughs> as there's nobody else there, and um, just having the music on, and just it's just like a freedom for me in every single way, physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, it's just my my go-to, and I think everybody will have one of them. You know, I'm not necessarily saying everybody should dance, but you, uh, you, you know, everybody has that that release, and it's just finding what it is for you, and um, and just just go in with it and um, whatever it is that just makes you feel good and gives you that release from life because life is, ha- life is hard and there's, you know, there's so much going on and there's so much pressure on us all the time to just be, find that release can, can just be such a wonderful feeling.
1: Vicky, what about you? What, what do you like doing? What do you find kind of calms you and is good for your mental health? What would you recommend?
4: Um, I've actually got one of those meditation apps Um so I downloaded that and um, I find that like really relaxing. It's, um, uh, yeah, just spending sort of 10 minutes listening to a meditation. I'll put my headphones on and, you know, do not disturb um, and um, so you're not supposed to do it. But I just find that helps me to, you know, switch off and just listening to them. It's just keeps every, you know, keeps it nice and calm. And then by the time that's finished, I just feel like uh, my mind's reset a bit and I've just refreshed So, um, yeah, that's my, that's what I like to do. So that's my sort of uh, top tip,
5: I think. Um, Sue, what about you? Um, Well, nothing very original, actually. My favourite thing is just to go out. I just love going out for a walk. I'll just go for a walk. And if I meet people, I always say good morning, hello. Um, We're down sort of out of London. People don't always do that, but
2: I always say hello. Brilliant, absolutely. Uh, Becky, what about you? Um, so I would probably say listening to a podcast, actually, because I feel like during the work day, particularly since um, sort of work from home and the pandemic, it's been quite difficult to switch off and your brain is buzzing with work. And actually, you want to take a break from the screen. Um, So TV, for example, like being on your phone, I feel like doesn't help me relax, but actually listening to a podcast, whether it's the Community and Shared Value podcast um, or, you know, I like Women's Hour, um, for example, that helps me completely switch off because I just focus on purely what's being talked about in the podcast um, and it gives me a break from the whirring of work in my head um so yeah i would say listening to a podcast yeah amazing i love
1: podcasts as well uh lisa what about you
2: um well i guess not
0: everybody's lucky enough to have pets but i've got two cats and so it's nice to when they're not running around and and tearing up the place it's nice just to sit down and play with them and give them a little stroke and um see when they love you back it's a very nice kind of feeling so uh uh, yeah again it's kind of you know switching off from everything else and just sort of focusing on them.
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting all, all we you know whether it's dancing down a country lane, whether it's like playing with your cats, a podcast, it's all about kind of just um keeping your mind calm, like switching off a little bit. We say that a lot, don't we? Just kind of switching off and doing something. So, they are all great tips all of which I'm going to steal as well. Um, Victoria, you're a Member Pioneer Coordinator up here in Scotland, where I am,
0: and um, Sue, you're just down outside London. You've both been really involved um, with um, wellbeing sessions, some of them online, some of them um, in person. So, um, Victoria, if I start with you, um, sort of what have you been doing then in your role and in your community um, around wellbeing?
4: So, as a Member Pioneer Coordinator, and, and as you said, well, my area is North Aberdeenshire in the Northern Isles, so it's quite a wide area. Um, And I support the team of member pioneers, their role in the communities, um, which is connecting people up in their communities, um, helping improving people's mental well-being is a huge part of of what they do. And then part of what I do as well is to sort of network within the areas um, as well, but also hold live locals um, so that members and customers can get involved at a more local level. So it's actually holding events where we can speak to customers and members as well more directly. So we were able to hold two online sessions. And what sort of response have you had? We've connected up with a lot of different groups in our community, such as um, NHS Grampian were as well, and other um, sort of mental wellbeing groups in the area. Um, And some of those are also co-op local causes as well, um, benefiting from the local community fund. So we had a lot of different groups we could call on. And because it was online, we were just able to do bigger sessions that could um, reach a wider audience. We registered to be part of Aberdeenshire Wellbeing Festival, um, we held two events where we had um i held a presentation on um mental well-being and the five steps to mental well-being um which i also mentioned the co-ops be kind to your mind guide um, and also cooperate as well and um, use some tips from mind to talk about how to reduce um, isolation it was mainly on social media that we promoted it um, and we used the cooperate community website to promote that as well and we thought that was a a really good um, resource that we could use um, and it helped you know to share it on social media and get the word out about it as well.
0: I think that just goes to show how it reflects different parts of the community and it it reflects what we have on cooperate, and almost anything can actually help somebody's mental well-being. The breadth of of, um, groups and activities that you've just described there getting that support getting that contact Doing something different, it's a really easy way to help yourself and connect with other people. So, um, Sue, um, you're a member pioneer like like me. How did you get involved with this role and how have you developed that to, to run your own well-being sessions?
5: Hi. Yeah, I started my role about two years ago. Um, the variety of causes that you interact with and all the different events, mind events, fair trade. And I just love it. Um, was when the Time to Talk Day um, happened in February. Um, so I was looking around for a space, uh, and um, I've got the, the local library has a fabulous space. They knew about Time to Talk Day, which was excellent, um, and so he was really sort of supportive that I hold um, an event there. Um, and the store manager came along as well. Um, we we had. Um, about six people came along from the community. Um, and, I mean, it doesn't sound a lot, but, you know, anyone, anyone who comes who would normally be on their own is just, is just lovely to see. Um, and one lady said, it took me a real effort to come here, but I'm just so glad that I did. Um, and so, yeah, that was, um, that was in February. And then one of the ladies that did come along was um, the community coordinator from a local charity supporting older people. Um, so we had a discussion and sort of following on from that, we've made it a regular event in the library um, and we meet monthly.
0: It's brilliant to see how that all of that's evolved and it, it's still going and it, it just goes back to... Um, what we said earlier, that, that mental health is, is something 365 days of the year, it's all the time, it's not just for Time to Talk Day or Mental Health Awareness Week, it, It's it's going and going. One of my ladies actually said to me, she
5: said, human company is as important as food and drink, and I think that is just so true.
0: It's really good as well. How it, I think it's a mix of in-person and online. As Sue was saying, some people really, really benefit from you know coming and physically spending time with people that we've really not been able to do. But there still be some people who maybe live in more isolated communities or for mobility reasons they can't get out, and all sorts of different things. So, um, Laura, I know that um, you'll you'll be able to tell us a bit more about um, what we've got online as resources uh, and what people can access and um, just sitting at home, the cup of tea. The other thing it's possibly done is um, inspire people to want to get out and, and help other people and, and maybe set up their own groups or, or volunteer. Um, Vic, if I kind of come to you on that one, you um, see set up all of um, that great work up in Aberdeenshire. What advice would you give to somebody then who's seen some of this and thought, well, yeah, I'd like to go out there and, and, and do something to help others?
4: Yeah, I think, um, well,
0: like we did, really, I think firstly, a great place to start is
4: checking out cooperate um it's um it's a fantastic resource that we've got. And you can go on there and um, put in your local details and you can see what's going on. Um, You can, like we did, we registered as a group um, and we've held different events um, as well through it. Um, Yeah, you can register different activities or um, you can also register if you're looking for volunteers um, and then you can have a look, see what is already out there um, as well. See if there's anything you can go along to. So that's, a great place to start um, secondly i think uh, for the member pioneers as well i'm sure sort of sue might back me up on this but it's also like don't reinvent the wheel i would say connect up with your local community see what else is going on out there and then you can see you know if there are gaps um, where you can help or if there's or if you can support something that's already going on as well That's my main advice. But also just go for it. And, um, you know, you can absolutely make a difference. Um, Giving is uh, also one of the five steps to well-being. So not only are you helping support other people, but it could also help your own mental well-being as well.
0: Small improvement to your well-being can help you better manage your mental health. Co-ops Be Kind to Your Mind Guide has a way to support your own and others' mental well-being. To find this and discover more about our charity partnership, head to co-op.co.uk forward slash charity partnership. Helping others can also have a positive impact on your own mental well-being. Find things to do in groups in your area at co our online community centre at co-op.co.uk forward slash cooperate, and you can listen back to our March podcast episode to hear more. As a colleague, there's support available on the colleague's site. There you'll find support from counselling with our provider LifeWorks to GP services via Smart Health, as well as financial help and advice from neighbour. And for a reminder of all the tools and resource links available, please see the episode description. And thank you for joining us today.